0: I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Toss your lubes. You're always wet. This is one of the things my lovers have said to me most often. They're shocked. They aren't used to touching a woman and she's already dripping wet. It's normally something in the past that they've had to work at to create or need to squeeze out of a plastic tube. Most men and women have been conditioned to think that lube doesn't actually come from inside a woman's vagina. Well, Me and several thousand vaginas are here to tell you that you're wrong. Lubrication definitely comes from vaginas. Kung Fu vaginas anyway. Women in their natural state of voraciousness, which is truly the natural state of all women, are juicy, succulent, and wet, wet, wet. They flow and they gush a woman lubricates and swells just by hearing the sound of her lover's voice. Even the thought of her lover causes a rush of blood and wetness to her vagina. Just like every other message that your body gives you, your lubrication, your wetness is a great metaphor. What does lubrication tell us? penetrate me. I'm ready, I'm open, and I want to be penetrated by cock and by life. Wetness is the vagina's way of saying, hey, come on in, we're ready for you. If that isn't happening, the answer isn't to slather on the lube, which I consider to be the female equivalent to Viagra. No, the answer is to find out why the juices aren't flowing and to get them flowing again. And this applies to all women at every age and stage of their lives. Whether you are post-menopausal, a woman with a new baby, or someone who has relied on their bedside lube for years just to make things easier. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about why you may not be as wet as you'd like to be, the connection between lube and the American dream, and why to toss your lubes and how you can become juicy and wet, 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 gushing as a normal state of being. One of my big rules for sex is that I don't use, and I suggest that other women do not use, vaginal lubricant. But Kim, I've hit menopause. I need lube. But Kim, I've just had a baby. Surely I must need lube. No. <laughs> the Anami guarantee is that at any age and stage, a woman can be gushing wet. Everyone can This tends to be controversial for a couple of reasons. The first is that people are trained to ignore the messages of their bodies. And the second reason is the demise of the American dream. So we'll get to the second point shortly. But as to the first one, the idea of not listening to our bodies is something that is reinforced culturally and allopathically all over the world. I look at the body and our sexual expression as metaphors for how we live. If you are juicy and flowing in bed, you will be juicy and flowing in life. If you are dry in bed, I would say that there are areas in your life where your flow has also dried up. You might feel exhausted or like you are pushing a boulder uphill to get things done. Lubrication is our most pure expression of openness and readiness. Its message is, enter me, I'm ready. If a woman is not ready to be entered, she won't be wet. It's that Simple. Most of us, however, have been trained to override the communication from the body. Instead of listening and interpreting for information and guidance, we just steamroll ahead. In the vernacular of the moment where everyone is so concerned about obtaining consent for everything, then, by that same logic, the act of using lube is denying consent from your vagina isn't it? Your vagina is saying no, but you are forcing it to do something it clearly does not want to do. I'm the only sex coach I know who doesn't consider Lube a girl's best friend. On the contrary, I consider it to be her adversary. Because every time you override your body's messages, you move further and further away from your own truth. And the more you do this, the less in tune you become with your body, your sexuality, and your orgasm. Over time, your body will stop communicating with you or its voice will be so quiet you just won't hear it anymore. This will be replaced with numbness and dissociation, and then you'll need even more lube. The enter me readiness I spoke of may be physical and it may be emotional. If a woman is with a man whose foreplay technique consists of, well, nothing, then she's not likely to be wet. Or if there are certain sensual acts she likes that aren't happening, she may not be wet. She may just need more time or there may be deeper emotional blockages. These types of blocks can be long-standing, like unhealed past sexual trauma, or they can be recent, like an argument that wasn't fully resolved earlier in the day. All of these things, any kind of internal resistance, will show up as a lack of flow and juiciness. The internal emotional dams must be released first for their physical waters to flow. It's that simple. Slathering on lube is not the answer. Although, it is the answer if you happen to own a lube company. Someone sent me a link to a recent post from Naomi Watts, the actor who has apparently started a line of female lubrication products. And Naomi's whole selling angle is dryness. Let's talk about it. Don't be ashamed of it. It's totally normal. In fact, let's celebrate dry vaginas. And then she goes on to quote internet troll and queen of the underfucked orcs, Lady Voldemort, who blames the patriarchy for why women aren't wet enough and how apparently the most empowering choice is to slather on lube for your vagina and then force it to have sex. Oh, the idiocy. For your information, most lube contains a soup of carcinogenic chemicals that never ought to go inside a woman's body let alone in her vagina, one of the most absorptive places in her body. And this includes nearly all of the so-called more natural lubricants I've seen that will inevitably contain a carcinogenic and chemical preservative in them. And they'll say, well, it just has to be in there. Well, it, it doesn't. You could choose something better than that. And so these things are going inside the vagina. And I looked in the ingredient list of Naomi's concoction, and I would not put that thing anywhere near my vagina. Beyond the issue of it being lube, which is a no-go for me anyway, but with the mix of stuff that was in there, like blah, like I'm doing that vomit emoji right now. But it's the snake oil and the quackery I take issue with the most. Hey ho, there's no shame in being dry. So we have this huge psyop right now in our culture that's been going strong for a few years of celebrating disempowerment and victimhood, and wearing it like a badge of dishonor. People get patted on the head for not trying, not achieving, not taking personal responsibility for their health and their lives. Whatever happened to the American dream of you can do anything you set your mind to? Yes, you can have a gushing vagina if you want it. Some of you might be too young to remember that America was once a place where this kind of empowerment was of value and emblematic of what America stood for – known to be this way in America and all over the world. You don't have to settle for a life of Ann Taylor and Lube. You can have it all, minus the snake oil hormones and vagina creams. Menopausal women are the allopathic medical system's biggest cash cow. Did you know that other cultures do not even have a word for menopause? This is a manufactured condition in Western culture, and in particular, in North America. Not so much in Europe, and certainly not in developing countries where they haven't received the marketing memo that women are supposed to hate their lives and their vaginas after age 40. Then I was sent another article this week. This one was uh, apparently a New York Times Magazine cover article, a story about how hormone treatment used to be thought of as the best thing for menopause. And then there was some silly, silly, silly study that highlighted the dangers of hormone treatment. But now, rest assured, we've debunked that silly study and we're here to say (laughs) that these dangers – I don't know what they were – but they're just wrong and hormones are totally cool. Every woman ought to be on them. So for those of you who don't know, the pill and hormonal birth control are considered to be a group one carcinogen by the Re. That puts them in the same class as asbestos and radium. And a side note for those of you who understand the radium situation, we'll go into that some other time and place, but for the sake of this argument, we'll place it in there. So. Do you ever wonder why women who have been on the pill for 10, 20 years have trouble conceiving after and for some magical reason need to get IVF? Anyway, in my world, the Anami land of orgasmatopia, where everyone can, we don't need hormones and we don't need lube, I see these as band-aids only and dangerous ones. The reality is that you have ultimate control over your body and you can alter and optimize all of these things. I'm in my early fifties now and if there is such a thing as menopause, it's gone by unnoticed. A few years ago, I intentionally stopped having periods. I decided that I wasn't likely to have any more children, and so I consciously ceased menstruation. And for the, I don't know, 30 years prior to that, I've been controlling the frequency of my periods, meaning I chose to have them every three months and sometimes every six months. Things that are thought of as out of our conscious control and part of our ANS, our autonomic nervous system, are actually within our control. And yes, it takes a certain level of mastery, like Wim Hof swimming underwater in the Arctic to set world records and climbing Mount Everest in a pair of shorts, or Kim controlling her menstruation, but it can be done. And this is something I teach in Vaginal Kung Fu. You have the power, even more than you know, and much more than you've been taught. Your body is meant to be a lubricating, orgasming, and ejaculating bliss fest. If it's not right now, then there are things that you can do to bring it back online, starting with your lubrication. So here's how to lubricate from within. Number one, get a strong vagina. The number one physical reason for lack of lubrication is having a weak vagina. Circulation equals lubrication. If you don't regularly work out your vagina, just like any other muscle in the body, it atrophies. A strong, healthy vagina has lots of blood and oxygen flow, and this has a direct impact on your ability to lubricate on demand. I have watched countless women, and especially menopausal women, regain their wetness in weeks simply by starting a vaginal weightlifting practice. To show you, these are some comments from vaginas from the well-fucked Hall of Fame. Says Joanne, an increase in wetness to tsunami proportions. That is one of my all-time favorite quotes. Wet, wet, wet. I am 100% wetter. My husband and I are much happier. That's from Emily. I've been doing the jade egg practices and my vagina has come alive. I'm wet all the time now. I'm loving giving a hand job with my vagina and I have G-spot orgasms when having sex. I've been with my partner for 18 months and before I started Vaginal Kung Fu, I only had five orgasms with him and they were all from oral sex, never from penetration. So that sounds like she's been having just clitoral orgasms. Now that my vagina is alive, I'm having orgasms almost every time he touches me. vaginas speak for themselves. Plus, with a strong resensitized vagina, a woman wants to have more sex because who wants to have sex with a numb vagina when you can't even feel anything? The more sex you have, the more in play your vagina is, the more responsive and alive it feels. Your increased libido and desire from more pleasurable sex mean that you get wet more and faster because sex is so much more enjoyable i <laughs> Number two, listen to your vagina. Lubrication is the barometer. As I said earlier, lubrication is the indication that a woman is ready for sex. Emotionally, psychologically, and physically, everything shows up in your bed and in your body. Like I said, if you had an argument at breakfast and you haven't resolved it yet, this will very likely show up as a lack of lubrication in the woman and even a weak erection in the man. If you have long-standing, unresolved issues in the relationship in your own sexual history, your vagina may be on lockdown. It won't lubricate on demand, and you'll think that you have a low libido because you don't want to have sex. If a woman is ready in every way, meaning emotionally, she feels open and connected to herself, her vagina, and her partner. Physically, she's warmed up and she's had enough foreplay to be wet. Then she's wet. It's really that simple. Apart from having a weak vagina, this is the most important factor in women lubricating. As a great rule of thumb or pussy, only enter a woman once she is dripping wet. I was working with a couple who'd been together for 30 years and she was quote postmenopausal in you know, like whatever that even means, right? Like I'm not even sure that I'm gonna like how can I stop using that word which perpetuates the notion of this, you know, time period of hell. But she'd bought into this idea that after a certain age, women just dry up. And as I worked with them to strengthen their connection and clear any blockages in their space, her natural lubrication returned in full force. So this is a woman in her early 50s. And she was texting me that she was leaving puddles of gush all over the place and that she hadn't been that wet in years no hormones, no diet, no lifestyle changes apart from her going deep into her relationship and really clearing out that connection. Do the inner work and the lubrication comes from within. So the third points would be diet, exercise, hydration, and I see these elements as playing a supporting role, but not the primary one. Meaning, yes, having a healthy, clean, organic whole foods diet, exercising five times a more a week, staying hydrated, all of these things help to keep your vessel clean and clear and allow your hormones and neurotransmitters to flow optimally. But even if you are doing all of these things and then not strengthening and listening to your vagina, I could still see lubrication being an issue. Wetness is an inside out job. Meaning, if you don't tend to your inner self and your inner vaginal self, all the water in the world, even high-quality, structured, fresh mountain spring water, isn't going to get you wet. True wetness comes from within. My Vaginal Kung Fu Salon is the Everything You Need to Know About Your Vagina But were Never Taught class that helps you bust through all the vaginal myths and misinformation. In it, you will learn exactly how to use the Jade Yoni egg, including guided mp3 weekly exercises, as well as emotional and energetic healing practices that help with everything from creating joyful periods and menopause to awakening your vagina and libido. You will learn Yoni massage and breast massage techniques and Taoist Qigong sexual mastery practices, plus how to give your partner a hand job with your vagina. All this and more. The salon closes for registration on February 3rd, which is today, and after that it is gone until 2024. Go to Kiminami.com, look for sexual savant salons, and click on vaginal kung fu.